0: Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard?
1: Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants.
0: There is no way stories like this exist, and there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear.
1: I mean, no one would do that. Right? Guys?
0: I'm Allie LaFever. I'm Lindsay Rush.
1: I'm Danny Chapman.
0: And this is Fangasm.
1: The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own.
0: Welcome
1: back to FANGASM. I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. I'm Danny, and we are so excited <laughs> that you are here for episode five of season twenty-one. Woop woop. Big shit going on. Last week we left you in an enormous cock tease. Mm.
0: Oh, so mm.
1: we are so excited to be here to figure out what's happening in new fandoms. This multiverse of madness is just hot and mad. Thank you, Barbara, for your talents. Oh
0: my gosh. If you had told me that the through line, nay, the main character of this main entire character. story yeah. was the black cloth itself. Talk about main character energy, sexual mm. energy, mm. healing energy. Mm. He, like he, she, they, I don't know how the black cloth identifies. They can travel at the drop of a hat, at the drop of a drawers, and they brought us to a place we've never been before. Never thought it was possible. I guess that's sort of the blowdown.
1: <laughs> I will say that, So we have a new listener, Katie, that reached out on Instagram, and she said, "I just discovered your podcast. Should I start the latest episode, or should I start from the beginning?" And my response to her was, "Start on this current season, so that you can like enjoy it live and like do the music league." And I was like, "There's some jokes that are going to be like deep cuts that you won't get." And now I'm like, "Well, you'll re-listen to this when you come around." Yeah, I still stand by. What do you guys think? Start from the beginning or stay current?
0: I think start with this season. Because then you can real-time participate in any group discussions. I think that's fun. And then go back to the beginning. And I say, never skip season one. It is a delight, no matter if you are a Snape and Hermione fan or not. It is still one of the silliest starts to any season, because it just was absurd. It's important. It's important, I also think, in fact, there are several that are, you know, canon to us inside jokes, but Most of them just develop per season. Like we have a whole pirate thing going on this season that is just started this season. So you're on the ground floor. (laughs) You really are.
1: (laughs) Anyway, well, Katie, this this goes out to you if you're like, what am I doing here? So persevere, it's worth it. Speaking of OG fans though, Allie.
0: Speaking of OG fans, actually last night I was at the musical Ain't Too Proud, which is the story of the temptations. And during intermission, all of a sudden, a familiar face- came up to me and recognized me in the mask again. We were joking before we recorded this pod that I'm going to have to put little masks on my eyebrows. <laughs> each one. On <laughs> each one. For anonymity. <laughs> for anonymity, because they're too identifiable. But Marcia, who we've actually met in person before and lives in Chicago, was also at a Too proud and came up and we, you know, shot the shit for a little bit and caught up. I haven't seen her in years um, since WizardCon, I think, which was- wow. Got early on into us doing this pod. She was, I
1: think, our first fan because, or one of our first fans that got to be in person. Because we posted, hey, we're here. And then she said, Oh, come find me. But it was very early.
0: That's right. I remember. She's oh my gosh. Oh hoot. She's a riot. And also ain't too proud. It's all motel music. It was exceptional. I mean, you are moving the entire time. It was, it's probably one of the best like in-person. Broadway-esque experiences I've ever had. It was just, (gasps) nice. it was a blast. So that's great. This will come out a few weeks after I actually saw you, Marcia, but um, it was so good to catch up and so glad you're well.
1: It is so fun. I
0: love it. Allie, on a streak. A streak. I am on a hot streak. Just so recognized. You got Wango in person. Wango. I am. I'm gonna start making sure my eyebrows are perfectly tailored when I see everyone. I can't risk going out of the house with. (laughs) 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 Matt's like, let's go, let's go, and you're like, but
1: (laughs) I got to cover these up. It is fun to get to recognize people and, like know what's happening i don't know if you guys saw like emily who has done a ton of amazing graphics for the pod just like opened up her own dog grooming spot in chicago oh, she did and i don't know it's like so i don't know we get to know everybody which is, i think why it's fun to be in the community because it really is ah, a community
0: that's a blast oh i didn't know that i'm gonna have to check that out because i will happily check it out with mo yeah she needs a nail trim so we will have to venture over what heck
1: she works specifically, I think, with kind of dogs who are afraid of the groomer, so.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh, I'm so mad we moved away. Puffin is scared of everything.
1: <laughs> you can bring him back every once in a while.
0: Gee, do do pets take on don't, their don't, owner's uh, personalities.
1: <laughs> Tread lightly.
0: B-b-b-b- yes, yes. Uh. Um, you know what I'm not scared of? Lord of the Cock Rings. Touche. Segway, Segway, And you just got segged. Segway.
1: Let's talk about segs, baby.
0: <gasps> let's talk about segways. <laughs> Sex. Uh,
1: well, let's, let's find out what happened last time, but I actually don't know if it's going to matter in the slightest.
0: No, probably not. I guess the biggest thing to mention from last time is that we had a whole sexcapade and double penetration with the cast of The Witcher, all the Witcher crew, and then the black cloth was like, I did my job here, off through the next portal to the new fandom, and ended up in Rivendell. <laughs> Which means we are in the heart of uh, Lord of the Rings territory. Boom. I hope this isn't Aragorn.
1: You know what I'm picturing is like, you know when Mary Poppins is done with her kind of her duty and she just kind of floats away, you know, but she's kind of like sad because she's like so proud of what she did (laughs) to save the Banks family. Like that's why I picture (laughs) the black cloth is just like, it uses part of its sleeve to just like wipe a little (laughs) tear away. (laughs) Part of its like little skirt. Goodbye. <laughs> another, Goodbye. another satisfied. What is it? Not a trigonometry. What's the trio? Uh
0: triplicity. triplicity.
1: Uh another satisfied triplicity.
0: <laughs> another satisfied family. <laughs> it's like the more modern version is um what was the there was that reality show when the nanny would come and like teach parents how to they'd have these terrible kids. What was that called? Oh. It's called Nanny. Nanny to the rescue, nanny 911. Like S- something like that. Super nanny. And they would go and she would like. Super nanny. She's British. Super nanny. Yeah. And yeah. she would show up and like with her little briefcase and be like, no, no, no. And so that's the black class driving away afterwards. Like <laughs> they're on their own now. I taught them everything I knew.
1: Super fanny. <laughs> Super
0: fanny. <laughs> you guys, I really hope this is Aragorn. Oh. I think Ooh. that Viggo Mortensen in Lord of the Rings is the hottest any individual has ever been at any point in history. Oh. Oh my God. I stand by it. I think it is the most, oh God, he's wow. just gorgeous as Aragorn. I gotta look up a picture. Oh, yeah, he's very beautiful. Sorry, Alexander
1: the Great. <laughs>
0: Sorry, buddy. You got competition.
1: <laughs> Second hottest of Vigo more. Vigo? Sorry, uh, yeah, Vigo. I'm
0: like, woo, <laughs> stunning. <laughs> I feel like there's a really... I think we've talked about this before, Allie. There's a reductress headline that's about someone's high school poster of Aragorn. Hold on, I got to find it. Oh, we have talked about this. Yeah, I don't remember what it is, oh, though. Why I'm settling for a man who's not my high school poster of Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, that's that really. great. So, yeah, I know. I hope so. I'm really excited. It's going to be great.
1: Should we do a blowdown of the entire plot of Lord of the Rings or think we should just get into it? <laughs>
0: Danny, I think that's for your other, your After Hours explainer episode of Fangasm. What do we call that when Danny would badly explain a plot points, <laughs> plot holes? We should put him on Patreon of him just getting, it's just it cubic context, context, context. Yeah. Like, let's talk about context, baby.
1: I love that. I'll do it. <laughs> I got it. A little side.
0: Side gig. A little
1: uh, Andy Cohen, uh, Watch What Happens Yeah,
0: long. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: When I did this, uh, the other podcast, that's what I'm talking about. I don't have much context for Lord of the Rings other than I've seen it. So I reached out to my friends who really did know it. And they watched the playback version of the episode was about. And they texted me like all this stuff to say. So I just like said it, you know, I'm like, oh man, I can't believe they filmed that in in 1920 uh, HD. I mean, that (laughs) ruined it for me. You know, and Mary Clay was like, you're, you're so right. I'm like, I know.
0: (laughs) a cheat sheet
1: like they didn't need to milk that scene into three that was only a paragraph in the book (laughs) that i've literally i don't know how to read so
0: over you overdid it so what you're saying is you lied you are a liar i like like
1: really pushy points and she was like (laughs) we're actually not at that section yet i was like okay well that's the next note in my note (laughs) so
0: (laughs) well perfect now you've thrown me off (laughs)
1: Okay, well, I I don't know how to read books, but I do know how to read uh, fanfic, and I think I'm reading this one.
0: You are, Danny. Oh, wow. Okay, should we get into it? Let's do it.
1: Let's go. His long, silver, blonde hair. (laughs) Flowed gently behind him as they rode along the trail towards Rivendell. Ooh. Legolas glanced behind him to make sure that Gimli was keeping up. His small brown horse was no match for Legolas's tall white steed, especially with the dense, heavy dwarf on its back.
0: If we didn't have Aragorn, I will take a Legolas. Legolas,
1: yeah. <laughs> One Aragorn is Legolas plus Gimli stacked <laughs> on top of each
0: other. It really is. <laughs>
1: One heavy dwarf
0: but I mean, doesn't and this, one
1: beautiful man.
0: Doesn't this imply that Aragorn is likely near, right? It's got to be somewhere in this vicinity. Yeah, so it's good news. Excellent.
1: They had just finished scouting the perimeter of the valley after reports of a few stray orc had reached them. So far, they had seen nothing amiss or out of place. No sign of intruders of any kind. Usually, orc left a trail of destruction and death, leaving animal carcasses strewn about the forest. But there was nothing. They were still about a half a day's ride from Rivendell, and they were both starting to get hungry. Let's stop here for a moment, Legolas said. There are some berry bushes up over this ledge, along with some greens. Plenty to fill our bellies until we make it back. Gimli grunted and began muttering under his breath, something about leaves not being real food. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot survive off leaves and plants. (laughs) I need real food. Something filling. Pig. Goat. Rabbit. Rabbit. Anything media, no bloody balance. <laughs> is that good? Is that what you think Gimli sounds like?
0: Please, if there is a god, let there be a sex scene with Gimli, so Danny has to continue that voice throughout the entire thing. Hundred percent.
1: Oh, give it to me!
0: <laughs> <laughs> give it to me! He don't like meat, but he sure liked a bone. <laughs> Uh, Legolas Legolas
1: and Gimli Oh my
0: god Oh man Limli.
1: Every pot has a lid <laughs> Ooh. Limley <laughs> Legolas <laughs> Legolas rolled his eyes You know we don't hunt on our land We don't kill living creatures for sustenance When we can grow things that accomplish the same thing You'll be fine Come on Going on foot from here. It's too steep for the horses.
0: Is Legolas a vegan? So you know he's going to talk about it within the first like three seconds of That's the story. Why the story kicked off. He was just like uh, uh <laughs> Do you guys have any plant-based milks? Like <laughs> Legolas?
1: It tastes the same. <laughs> Basically the same thing. So. Jim Gaffigan has a joke that uh, vegetarians talk about meat like you talk about an ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend where you're like <laughs> they don't miss me, do they? <laughs> I don't miss meat. What What are they doing lately?
0: I don't think about it at all. <laughs> I will say, as someone who didn't eat meat for five years, it's something short circuits in your brain, and you have to talk about it all the time, like instantly in every conversation. Hi, I'm meat. I mean, Allie. Nice to meet you. you no, know, meat, meat. Allie Lametfer. Allie <laughs> a little meat oh, Perfect. <laughs> Stupid.
1: It's too steep for the horses. That is, unless you'd rather stay back with the horses and keep watch, I'd understand if the incline is too much for you. Legolas's eyes, alit with mischief, watched as Gimli reddened. Glaring, Gimli stormed past him. <laughs> if you can do it, I can do it. I actually don't remember what I sounded like last time. Was that different?
0: No, I think no, it's, it's great. the same. And also it feels like the pirate voice was a warm up for this. You got your vocals (laughs) Yeah, very scratchy. (laughs) Perfect.
1: (laughs) Please, Legolas said, gesturing with his arms and a hint of laughter in his voice. After you. Gimli struggled up the steep incline, stumbling and almost stepping on his long red beard. Legolas struggled to contain his laughter, but audibly snorted, earning him another glare from the dwarf in front of him. Nearing the top, Legolas froze, placing a hand on Gimli's shoulder to stop him as well. Wait, he whispered. Something doesn't feel right. He made his way around Gimli, and Crouching slowly made his way to the top. Far in the distance, almost a mile away, with his heightened elven vision, he could see a small band of orcs gathered around a fire, a deer skewered and roasting. You up for a bit of fun? Legolas asked Gimli. What sort of fun did you have (laughs) in mind? (laughs) Can you smell what the rock is cooking? (laughs) It's deer on a skewer.
0: <laughs> I forgot we also had wrestling. <laughs> WrestleMania.
1: Uh, what sort of fun did you have in mind? Gimli asked. Orcs, about a mile away. There are enough trees we should be able to sneak up on them. If you can be stealthy, that is. Gimli ignored the jibe. Let's do this. They made their way as swiftly as possible towards the small orc camp. Gimli surprised light on his feet for once. Legolas, leading the way, stopped and motioned with his hand for Gimli to do the same. He drew his bow. Are you ready? He asked. Gimli nodded. Quickly stepping out from behind the trees, Legolas fired his arrow, striking one of the orc. Right between their eyes. Only seven more to go. Legolas looked down at Gimli, smirking. That's one. He knocked another arrow, and Gimli began to run, yelling at the rest and brandishing his axe. Two more orc fell from arrows. Legolas shouted, Three! Gimli struck one orc in the groin, cutting up. Had he been taller, it would have split completely in two. Right as he pulled his axe free...
0: A wild beast came from the woods.
1: <laughs> a wild beast. Right as he pulled his axe free, another orc came at him. This time swinging horizontal, he managed to half the orc. Legolas shouted, five! Right as Gimli shouted, two! <laughs> Uh Is he counting the halved orc in two as two bruises?
0: The halves.
1: Because that math is not right. (laughs) Gimli cursed under his breath, slicing another orc in half while Legolas took out the last one. They stood for a moment in silence, breathing heavily. Legolas, recovering quickly, slung his bow over his back and moved the first orc towards the fire while Gimli sat down, still trying to catch his breath. Well, aren't you going to help? Legolas asked, smirking slightly. Ah, said Gimli, waving him off, (laughs) remaining seated. Legolas threw more brush and tinder on the fire and then proceeded to roll all of the orc over to and in it. A putrid stench filled the air as their flesh began to burn. As Legolas made his way towards Gimli, the dwarf pointed at the ground. Did one of them almost get you? (laughs) It's it's written like it's pronounced.
0: Uh, uh. Yeah, he had no choice. He has no choice. He has to read it that (laughs) way.
1: Legolas looked down and saw a strip of black cloth <gasps> laying on the ground.
0: Oh. Son
1: of a bitch! Was it like was the black cloth there? Do you think for the orcs and then got blocked by these two? Like
0: could have had five.
1: There was about to be an orc. Orc G. Octiplicity.
0: <laughs> an orc G. <laughs> an orc G. <laughs> <I said, "Whoa." laughs> And the black house was like, dang it, dang it, orc G. <laughs> Oh my gosh.
1: My case. This was my next assignment. <laughs> hey, boss, um, I was here for the orchid and uh, and a pretty lady and a small dwarf came and uh, <laughs> uh,
0: a Barbie doll and a troll showed I- up. <laughs> so confused.
1: The amber Griller. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> or did they, like, I just don't understand if the black cloth is choosing these people or if he's just, like, around waiting for, I don't know. Is he, like, a mouse trap?
1: Does the black cloth choose the orky?
0: A pussy trap? <laughs> yeah, I can't tell if he, wherever he falls, he hopes someone stumbles across. Yeah. Or if it's strategic. If like he just jumps the universe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: It's very deep scientific questions that we all find out. Mm-hmm. Let's ask Barbara. Legolas looked down and saw a strip of black cloth laying on the ground. He picked it up, examining it. It didn't come from me, but surely it couldn't have come from the orc. The material is too fine a thing. Unless it came from a victim, maybe? He shrugged, putting it in his pocket. He'd asked about it once he got home. The material had been finer than silk and moved like water through his hands. Maybe it was elven made. Mm. That could make sense. Mm -hmm. He held out a hand toward Gimli, helping him up. Uh He was suddenly hyper aware of the dwarf skin against his (laughs) as feelings he'd been repressing for years began to slowly trickle to the surface. Oh, my God. When Gimli was up, they both jerked their hands away from one another.
0: You guys. They're going to bang and Danny's going to have to do that voice. And this is the best thing that's ever happened to us
1: sure hope this episode doesn't cut off and it uh, doesn't hot potato on to (laughs) Lindsay Rush. (laughs) Uh, Where'd you cut this episode in half like uh, Gimli? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Gimli said, suddenly feeling awkward. We should probably get back to the horses. They'll be thirsty by now. Best to give them some water and be on our way.
0: They're not the only ones thirsty. Funny enough, I just Speaking got real thirst.
1: thirsty. <laughs> I want to look at your trough. The rest of the ride was fraught with awkward small talk and nervous chuckles. Once they arrived at Rivendell, they tied up the horses and went to eat and have a drink. We make a pretty good team, like said, taking a sip of his wine. Those Orcs didn't stand a chance. Aye, said Gimli, I'll drink to the... He gave Legolas an intense <laughs> stare, a never breaking eye contact, threw back his glass, emptying the contents in one gulp. Legolas cleared his throat. I, uh, I'm getting pretty tired. I, I think I'm gonna head to bed. Legolas stood and started for the stairs. I, uh, I'm actually feeling a bit tired myself. <laughs> right behind you. <ya. laughs> Said Ghibli.
0: Right behind you, indeed. Oh, wow. Uh, mm. Butter
1: smooth. Right inside you. <laughs> they walked up the stairs in silence both their hearts racing was this really happening all five of our hearts are racing was this really (laughs) happening they could both feel the mounting sexual tension and attraction they had been suppressing the feelings for so long legolas grabbed his door handle hesitating a moment as Gimli went to walk past him to head to his own room legolas spoke What, uh, you wanna have one more drink before you head off to bed?
0: Got some fairy (laughs)
1: wine if you'd like to try some. It's better than the weak stuff they have downstairs. Fairy wine, a.k.a. vodka water. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's what I should have called it.
1: Uh Oh, uh, oh, uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good, Gimli said, (laughs) following him into his room. They took a seat at a small round table and Legolas poured them each a small glass. He handed Gimli his, and a vodka Gimli for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's vodka Gimli. We should have been naming these episodes after character cocktails. Oh, we should have. Uh. But I guess you've been doing the cocktail name, so that's what it has to be for this Yeah,
1: one. that's what the drink will be for this, is a yeah, vodka Gimli. That's
0: perfect. Yeah, that's so funny.
1: He handed Gimli his, his fingers brushing across his hand. Gimli's breath hitched in his throat a little. They sat like that for a moment, just staring at one another, neither taking a drink. Legolas sat his drink down suddenly in one fluid motion, stretched across the table, and pressed his lips to Gimli's. (sighs) His stomach flipped. Gimli dropped his drink and wrapped his arms around the elf, deepening the kiss. They were lost in each other, tongues dancing, hearts pounding. Somehow Legolas ended up in Gimli's lap. Gimli gently pushed him back and onto his knees on the floor. You got something to keep that hair out of your, yours out of the way?
0: You got a a claw clip or a topsy tail?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You don't mind if I braid it quickly?
0: You know any quick French braids? (laughs) Do you like French or (laughs) fishtail? Legolas
1: nodded and pulled out the strip of black cloth no as a
0: scrunchie yeah it is a oh my gosh sploogy a hair tie me up there's something there oh yeah
1: quickly tying up his hair as Gimli tossed his tunic to the side sliding off his pants as soon as he was seated again Legolas went to work suddenly feeling more insatiable using his saliva as lubricant he began to stroke Gimli's Modest and quickly growing prick. Gimli grunted and relaxed into it. When he was at full mast, Legolas devoured him, tongue sliding over the tip and then doing circles, speaking elvish, (laughs) before taking (laughs) his as deeply as he could in his mouth. As he worked Gimli, his own desire got more and more intense. He needed to be touched, and soon Legolas was in a frenzy. Gimli, having wrapped his hands through Legolas' hair, began thrusting to meet his movements. They were both blind with desire, needing more, more, bare skin on skin. Gimli stopped him, pulling him to his feet and helping him quickly disrobe. They both rushed to the bed and were on each other as soon as they hit the mattress. Gimli pressed Legolas down into his belly and moved around behind him, making him arch his back.
0: Right behind ya. (laughs) (laughs) Like I promised. As I said Uh. on the stairs.
1: (laughs) A dwarf is true to his word (laughs) and kind on the prostate. (laughs) Making him arch his back, raising his ass onto the air. Gimli buried his face. Swirling his tongue around Legolas's waiting hole before shoving it in as deeply as he could. He tongue fucked his ass, amassing as much saliva as he could. Pulling back, he spit into his hand and coated his shaft, pressing the tip into Legolas. They both groaned, Morador!
0: They both groaned. <laughs> gimme, gimme, more Morador!
1: They both moaned as the head of his cock disappeared into Legolas's ass And then quickly sank deeper Gimli began to move slowly, giving Legolas time to adjust it It didn't take long before Legolas was moving to meet his thrust Their speed increasing steadily Gimli pulled out and moved the elf Taking his place, laying on his back
0: Get on!
1: Gimli said firmly. (laughs) Legolas didn't hesitate and quickly climbed on top. Gimli slid easily back inside. As he began to slowly bounce, Gimli reached out, taking his cock in his hands. Their movements quickened. As they became more and more frenzied. Gimli knew it wouldn't be long. Take down your hair. Gimli demanded.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's going to (laughs) release.
1: He wants the full fantasy.
0: Like Rapunzel.
1: Legolas did as he was told and pulled the black cloth free. As soon as the cloth came undone, Legolas' body was assaulted with all of the feeling coming back all at once. (gasps) He had the cloth in and now it's out.
0: Yes, now it's releasing.
1: The drink that they had imbibed had masked the muting and Legolas didn't realize how much he was missing out on until it all came back. He moaned and yelled loudly as his orgasm hit him, sending streams of cum all over the dwarf below him (laughs) and beating in his beard. Oh, that is never coming out. Uh. As wave after wave of pleasure racked through his body, he tightened around the dwarf below him. As Legolas tightened around him, Gimli lost it, screaming his own orgasm as he spilled his own seed deep into Legolas. Lord of the screams. (laughs) Legolas slid off of him and laid on his side, curled around the dwarf. As her eyes became heavy with exhaustion, both from exertion and pleasure, Gimli turned his head and kissed Legolas on the forehead.
0: Oh, Tender.
1: We have much to talk about in the morning, Legolas said before yawning deeply. Aye, that we do, replied the dwarf. And with that, they both fell asleep a cool breeze from the open balcony brushing across their skin. A relative strong gust of wind came through the window, causing them to curl further into one another, and the black cloth, having been caught in the cross breeze, flew out the window and into the setting sky.
0: Golly!
1: Another satisfied customers. (laughs) The end. Oh. Oh my God. Oh. When the episode ends, check your underpants are your drinks up or down.
0: Oh, shit. So romantic. They're just cuddling? He's been now used as a bracelet. How did Hermione wear the black cloth? Uh, Thigh? I think she was tied up as well. Okay. Thigh, like a garter, I think. Was it or was she tied up? And now is a hair ribbon? Woo! You guys should. We have said instead of Rivendale, Rim Indale. Is there anything oh. there? Because you gave him a rim job. Oh, for sure. Wow. Just thinking. Yes.
1: Um, I just googled. So I googled their ship name because I I think they are a ship.
0: Yeah, they are.
1: Some of the options are Gimlaless, Legumly, Legumless, or Gimla-go. Gimla-go. I like Gimlego. <laughs>
0: Gimla goey on the blowy, or no, fuck, doesn't work. Gimla go- blowy on the gimla goey.
1: <laughs> the comments are there's no ship because they're good friends. And somebody said there is a ship in friendship.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> got him. I feel like that first one sounds like what you would say when you're trying to like say the ABCs to go down on somebody Gimla legola walls.
1: Gimla walls. My ring is all the way in mortar. I fucking love that episode.
0: You guys, Barbara, great.
1: Barbara, the writing was so much fun, and I love this Black cloths adventure.
0: It's so fun. It was excellent. Amazing. Just like a whole study abroad summer. <laughs> Just hopping around. <laughs> it is. It's like way abroad, into other dimensions and universes. What happens in the portal stays <laughs> in the portal, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, Linz, where's your ring? Oh, yeah. It's, a uh, toit around, <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> my drink is up. I think that was incredible. I feel like people who have shipped them are probably very, very excited. Much awaited. Definitely. Both
1: of them. Both people who ship this <laughs> ship are happy.
0: I do think, like, one of my favorite narratives is uh, friends to lovers. So I love that. Works for me. Same. Well, that makes it a triplicity because my (laughs) uh, drink and or ring is also up. Awesome episode. I love that we got to spend time in this world. And that was not the ship I was expecting, but it's the (laughs) ship I'm so glad we sailed. It's not the ship we wanted. It's the ship we deserved.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm actually looking at, I'm Googling the ship and there's actually quite a few beautiful fics. So maybe there's a lot of people that ship the ship. Well, ship. Well, ship. I love it. Okay, final reminder for the uh, Fanny Pack PAC um, to send us anything that you're doing for the month of June to support our incredible pride community. And that can be anything from donating to cause like the Trevor Project or Lambda Literary, calling your senators, uh, calling your other government officials – volunteering whatever it is that you're doing to not just say pride but show pride shoot us a message at high and fangasm or tag us on instagram and you'll have some swag to show that has many colors i'm sure there's the rainbow in it
0: yes yes wonderful anything else i don't think so
1: Music League, get your music league stuff in you got a lot of assignments coming out of this podcast.
0: yeah get working because this has been this story is just so crazy you guys i love it so much it's excellent all right well Stay tuned to next week. And we haven't left this world yet as far as we know. So who knows what hole we will enter (laughs) next week. So stay (gasps) tuned. Okay, bye guys. Bye.
1: Ah, stick it in me.
0: For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher.
1: For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals.